C. diff, spores, and more is brought to you by Clorox Healthcare, trusted solutions for your infection prevention needs. Visit us on the web at cloroxhealthcare.com. Welcome to C. diff, spores, and more with your host, Nancy Kerala. We are here to discuss C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and other related healthcare topics. Now, here's your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome to the program, and we welcome our listeners joining us today. We would like to thank our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare, for making this program possible. Please visit the Clorox Healthcare website. To learn more about their products, keeping environments safer, cloroxhealthcare.com forward slash Radio. It's a great pleasure today to welcome our two guests, Sam Trapani, President, CEO and Founder of Sterilize, and Michelle Vignari, RNCIC, Director of Infection Prevention and Disaster Preparedness for Thompson Health. Sam and Michelle join us today to discuss real-time measurable technology helping to reduce healthcare-associated infections. And at this time, I'd like to welcome our guests to the program. Thank you so much for joining us today, Sam and Michelle. Thanks, Nancy. Uh, thank you for inviting us. Yep. Oh, you ahead, are Michelle. so welcome, and thank you both so much for taking time out of your busy schedules. I know how hard that can be. And right now, I think what we'll do is start off with Sam. And Sam, if you wouldn't mind taking a moment to introduce Sterilize to our global listeners, we'd really appreciate that. Well, thank you uh, very much for inviting us on today, and uh, in particular to talk about C. diff, a very important uh, healthcare issue, as you know. And uh, what we do at Sterilize is uh, we research, design, and develop uh, closed-loop UVC disinfection systems, uh, primarily for the medical markets, including hospitals and nursing homes. And uh, what do I mean by closed loop? So the RD system, the RD rapid disinfector, is the only UVC system to utilize uh, some patented remote sensors that we've developed, portable UVC sensors, that actually measure the delivered dose of UVC energy to wherever you place them in the room, whatever surface you're trying to disinfect or, or whatever area that you'd like to disinfect. And so why do we use sensors? Because... There's no substitute, actually, for measuring the actual delivered dose. Studies by top independent researchers in the field of UVC, uh, including people like Dr. Curtis Donsky and and Dr. Bill Rotella, have proven that dose delivery is the essential first step in combating C. diff spore eradication. If the proper dose isn't delivered, then C. diff spores will not be eradicated, and the threat remains. And this was shown originally uh, by Dr. Donsky and sub- subsequently by Rotella in their two key studies that were published and both available on our website at rduvc.com. So in the case of our system, the RD's patented process allows the emitter, and that's the tower with the lights on it, to be repositioned during a treatment so that eradication of the C. diff spores or whatever pathogen you're trying to eradicate uh, is, is, has a higher efficacy in all areas of the room when the system, uh, well, during the treatment, uh, when a, a area of the room has received its proper dose, the dose necessary to inactivate the particular pathogen that we're trying to kill. In the case of C. diff, for example, it's 46,000 microwatt seconds per centimeter squared. Once that dose is delivered, 
then the machine can be paused and repositioned to a different area uh, where more light, more UVC is needed. So there are at least three systems out there that measure reflected UVC energy, but published studies indicate that uh, there's an ineffectiveness in too many areas of the room being treated, thereby leaving you know viable harmful pathogens uh, still on surfaces, uh, keeping patients at risk, patients, visitors, and workers. So that's with ref reflected energy only. So you really need to have uh, a way to measure the delivered uh, UVC energy. Otherwise, uh, the algorithm that is being used, or in many cases, many of the machines out there don't have any uh, UV measurement whatsoever. And those systems, uh, as Dr. Donsky once said, and I'm paraphrasing, uh, if, you, if you don't have a way to measure you're either over or under dosing uh, the, the room in the area. So in the case of overdosing, it takes too long. Uh, resources are, are, are uh, sparse in hospitals. It's hard to get FTEs to uh, be allocated to these types of projects. So you want to minimize the treatment time and, and, and treat the room for the exact amount of time. If you underdose, you maintain the risk and the patients and, and, and everyone else is, uh, remains at risk. So. The best way to, to deliver the proper doses with remote measurement, not reflected measurement. So we've at this at this point we've collected data for over two million delivered doses, uh, delivered doses of C diff killing uh, UVC energy, and we have a strong intera strong interaction with our customer base, which is all over the U the U S and Canada, and. Uh, we understand very well what it takes to achieve a successful UVC disinfection uh, program with sustained HAI rate reduction. Uh, the key factors in achieving C. diff reduction are frequent proactive disinfection of rooms when overall burden on a unit rises. And Michelle will talk about that a little later in this program uh, because she was one of the uh, architects in the protocol uh, that was developed at Rochester General Hospital which has been yielding a very high success rate in the reduction of uh, C. diff. And uh, the proper disinfection protocol um, is with the target dose being delivered and measured with remote, remote sensors. So that's a long answer to um, what our company does. Well, that's quite an, uh, an explanation. And, and thank you so much for the introduction to that, Sam. And um, Sam, maybe you'd like to take a moment and explain how did it all get started, the Sterilize organization? Well, thank you. That's a great question. So in 2000, it's a very interesting uh, uh, path to where we are today. Uh, in 2009, a friend approached me and said, if I knew, he asked me if I knew anything about UVC disinfection. Of course, I didn't at the time, uh, but most of my career was spent in, in, uh, as an electrical engineer and, and working with light and lighting products. So you know, I, had a, I knew about UVC, but I didn't know that it was a disinfection uh, tool. And at the time, back in 2009, it was at the front end of um, this whole UVC craze. Uh, so we became, actually, my friend uh, approached me and asked if, if I'd be interested in becoming a distributor for uh, what is now one of our competitors, and, and we did. And we formed a company, and we sold two systems to a large university hospital, uh, University of Rochester, actually, here in Rochester, and we found that there were many technical issues with that system. So we set out to develop our own system, and we looked at a couple of different things. The first thing we looked at 
was, uh, you know, what type of lamps should we use? There's steady state and uh, mercury lamps, and there's also pulse xenon lamps. Uh, we found that any manufacturer can make and sell a system with either of these types of lamps. There are no restrictions. So why would we pick one versus the other? Well, that we found that steady state lamps to be more effective in eradicating C. diff, and that fact is shown in one of the Dr. Donsky studies, again available on our website at rduvc.com. All but one UVC manufacturer uses the steady state lamps. So you know, the question begs why? Because they are more effective. They last longer. Uh, the lamps we use last up to 18,000 hours, and they are made by Philips. And the lamps are cheaper to replace as compared to, uh, you know, pulse xenon lamps. So we set out our design on the steady state lamps. We also found a real problem with uh, dose delivery. At the time, there were only two types of systems available. Systems that had no dose measurement and systems that used reflected dose measurement. Neither method really proved uh, definitive dose delivery information, and they didn't provide definitive dose delivery information, which is really the, the critical first step, as I mentioned earlier. The critical first step, you've got to be able to measure that dose. If you don't, because we've got, you know, the FTEs that are working in these hospitals are uh, usually not uh, PhD-level people, and, and, and following protocol is difficult. So you've got to have... have uh, not that following protocol is easy for a PhD either, by the way, but you've got to have uh, a system in place that uh, can, can uh, run itself and self-correct and self-monitor. So, so remote sensors is a key to, uh, to uh, achieving that. So uh, we found ourselves at the forefront of UV dis disinfection. Uh, we designed a system, but we didn't build it. So an interesting thing happened. Uh, we approached uh, Dr. Constantino at Rochester General Hospital, and proposed our system, and he really liked it, and he said he would check with some people about acquiring funding to purchase a couple of machines. And uh, lo and behold, a couple weeks later, I received a phone call from a Rochester, New York philanthropist, a guy by the name of Dutch Summers, and he asked me to meet, he asked to meet with us. Uh, we met on May 4th, 2011. At the end of the meeting, he gave us a check for a deposit on, two, on four systems. Two weeks later, he gave us another check for four more systems. We had money, but no system. <laughs> it was a, quite a spot to be be in. Uh, so we kicked into high gear and began delivering the systems in September of 2011. Four months later, uh, Dutch had purchased eight systems and donated them, them to each to the four competing hospitals in Rochester. No strings attached. Dutch had one goal and one requirement. The goal was to make a difference in people's lives, and the requirement was that the hospital had to utilize the systems or he would take them back and give them to a hospital that would use them. Uh, Dutch, I'm pleased to report, accomplished both goals, and as a result, uh, it led to a uh, hospital, uh, it led the lead hospital, I should say, Rochester General, achieved a sustained 56%, I believe, uh, seed of reduction over a four-year period. And because of a protocol developed by Michelle Vanieri, Scott Sleeper, and the team at RGH and our company, Sterilize. So that's that. Well, and that's wonderful. And Sam, before we take a commercial break and go to break, um, can you briefly explain what the mission is in healthcare that you're aiming at? Sure. Our mission is simple. It's to provide innovative technical solutions to complex healthcare infection prevention problems. And we do that through strong interaction with hospital partners to, to develop real-life programs and procedures. Uh, many of the online reports available to our customers uh, on their own portal, which we set up for them, 
uh, were developed in collaboration with our hospital customers. Uh, real reports and real metrics that provide important management information. That's the key to a, uh, a successful um, uh, HAI reduction program. And uh, the disinfection protocol, uh, which is another key component using our RD system, was developed with the uh, U of R and Johns Hopkins uh, teams, and uh, they are both joint commission approved. We have a short version and a long version. Okay. Well, Sam, thank you so much for sharing the sterilized background and product information with our global listeners. We are going to pause for a commercial break, and when we return, we will continue discussing real-time measurable technology and how it helps to reduce healthcare-associated infections with our guest, Michelle McNary. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsor, Clorox Healthcare. making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. Join us on November 8th and 9th at the 6th Annual International C. diff Awareness Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Philadelphia Airport Hotel. For conference information and to register online, please visit the C. diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org or call the main office at 919-201-1512. We can't wait to see you at this year's conference. Call 919-201-1512 or visit cdifffoundation.org and we'll see you in November. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the CDF Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You are listening to C. diff spores and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. 
and welcome back to the program, everyone. And thanks so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure to introduce our guest, Michelle Vigneri, RNCIC, Director of Infection Prevention and Disaster Preparedness for Thomas Health. She joins us today to discuss an infection preventionist perspective and how the right UVC drives down healthcare-associated infections. Welcome to the program, Michelle. Thanks, Nancy. You're welcome, and thanks for taking the time out and being with us here today. And Michelle, what role does environmental contamination have in transmission of pathogens in healthcare facilities? Well, Nancy, we've learned over the years that the role of the environment in healthcare is a critical factor in the contribution to healthcare acquired infections. The patient's environment in healthcare settings has continually proven to harbor many potentially harmful organisms such as MRSA, VRE, and C. diff. Um, more recently, we've even come across um, some more lethal drug-resistant organisms such as CRE or Canada auris, which is um, actually at epidemic levels in some of our areas of New York State. And these are a huge threat that also come with very new environmental challenges also. You know, infections from one of these organisms are not only tough and expensive to treat, but to the patient, they can be truly um, debilitating and also potentially fatal. Um, these microorganisms or germs um, often remain viable or alive in the environment for extensive um, periods of time from hours or even up to months for some of the organisms. And literature has uh, shown us that surfaces and environments in a hospital can be contaminated depending, and depending on which research article you read up to 25% of the time despite traditional cleaning methods. Um, in healthcare, there's so many potential vehicles in the hospital from IV, IV poles, portable vital sign machines, other patient equi- equipment that goes from patient to patient, and even the actual hands of healthcare workers, which can result in potential horizontal transmission from patient to patient. Uh, it also has been shown that a patient admitted into a room um, of a prior pa- um, patient with a multi-drug resistant organism like C. diff, for example, has over a 200% increased risk of getting C. diff from that environment. And that is a real but scary realistic um, statistic. Uh, newest research also showed us that some of the organisms that non-traditionally weren't airborne and were thought of to be just contact organisms like C. diff can actually become a real risk when aerosolized into the air by a mechanism for C. diff um, example by simply flushing the toilet. And there's recent literature that has shown that C. diff has actually been recovered from the air at heights around the toilet for up to 90 minutes afterwards. And in addition, these aerosolizations then fall and contaminate the surfaces um, in the environment. Very often, traditional manual cleaning and disinfection of surfaces in hospitals is often suboptimal due to so many different contributing factors. Um, There's inconsistent cleaning and disinfectant protocols, which plays a huge role. We have different products with different contact times. There's even the element of user error or individual thoroughness that can play a role. There's also the potential that our, our, um, that our cleaning processes um, and tools themselves can also be contaminated. For example, people that are using um, bucket-based cleaning fluids and cloths, if those aren't changed at the right interval, not only can they not clean and disinfect appropriately, but they can also cause increased environmental contamination. 
staffing itself is also a real contributing factor these days as turnover rates of environmental service personnel is an ongoing real issue for healthcare facilities nationwide. It also adds to challenges to a department to maintain competencies, skills, and, and standards of practice. You know, I've always said that, you know, some of the most under-resourced, underpaid, and undervalued departments in a hospital is environmental service personnel, and that is really such a shame because the role they play is so very important. Um, consequently, automated technologies have been introduced um, in recent years that serve as an adjunct to manual environmental cleaning. And given the statistics of residual environmental bioburden from organisms, um, from the examples that I just reported, these novel technologies offer a huge role in augmenting you know, our traditional cleaning and disinfection, and not only tackling organisms in the environment, but also the potential of reduction of healthcare-acquired infections. Exactly. And thank you so much, Michelle, for explaining all that. And Michelle, how important is it um, to have a collaborative approach in reducing healthcare-acquired infections, such as the leading HAI, C. diff? So as infection preventionists, uh, we realize that in order to embrace a really robust healthcare-acquired infection reduction program, um, it really requires a multidisciplinary approach um, with engaged, empowered staff to be successful. There's no um, one person at the table. It really takes a, um, a team approach. And, you know, there's clear evidence that bundle approaches are more successful in preventing HAIs compared to one single intervention. As I mentioned, there is no one magic solution. Um, an example, we have been using the bundle approach um, as infection preventionists in the prevention of surgical site infections for years. And um, this also holds true for your environmental cleaning and disinfection protocols also. You really need a collaborative grassroots approach to align with basic infection prevention practices, which really focus on evidence-based policies and procedures, active surveillance, real-time alerts, notifications. You need um, specific protocols for C. diff stool temperature sampling, antimicrobial stewardship, and robust proactive cleaning and disinfection protocols are essential for tackling and reducing HAIs. And, you know, as I've mentioned, I'll, I'm going to, you know, elaborate a little bit further on in the show, but, um, you know, historically, we were always called infection control. And years ago, mm -hmm. we were changed to infection prevention and control. And it's really, really important when, when really tackling these organisms like C. diff that we really tackle a proactive approach and not just a reactive approach um, to get the results that we need. Exactly. And Michelle, uh, what are some critical features to identify when researching, when searching for the right UVC solution? Sure. You know, in today, in today's day, I feel very strongly that in a day of evidence-based medicine, value-based purchasing, and the drive towards delivering high-reliability healthcare, technology choices should be carefully researched. And some critical features that should be identified and search for a UVC solution, and these are the things that we looked at when we were um, bringing this on to facilities that I worked at, is what is the dose? What is the dose that is needed to deliver um, dose-based performance to achieve those reductions in viruses, bacteria, and spore eradication in the environment? Um, time. Uh, what is the time for efficient, rapid room turnover to ensure throughput is not adversely affected? 
Um, my organizations, just like many nationally, um, are busting at the seams, and we really need an efficient product that can deliver rapid turnover as throughput um, is essential for day-to-day operations. And as, um, you know, Sam touched base on measurement, um, you know, does your technology have the ability to measure that the dose set on the device is actually delivering to the targeted um, areas? Um, In my mind, and um, I concur with Sam, you know, RD is the only UV solution that actually can directly measure and report the exact dose delivered to an area. It does this via the patented wireless sensors that Sam spoke of, ensuring that the technology is actually doing what it is intended to do. And this gives infection preventionists and environmental staff the ability to know that, you know, the technology that we're using is actually working. It's doing what we want to it to achieve to do, and we're able to evaluate that um, real time. Okay, and Michelle, would you mind taking a moment to explain how exactly the product helps reduce healthcare acquired infections? Sure, I have a couple examples for you. So, um, between 2010 and 2011, the facility that I worked at, um, which was a large 520 bed tertiary care hospital in Rochester, New York, we saw a 23% increase in our crude um, C. diff infection rates. And this was also increasing nationally. And not only were we seeing an increase in rates, but we were seeing an increase in the severity of the disease, morbidity, and mortality. And it really prompted uh, my team to evaluate our current environmental disinfection methods, including adding on some novel technology like UVC technology. And the crux of our environmental component was our um, newly acquired UV system, as Sam spoke to. Um, in addition, we added this to our bundle approach using bleach-based disinfectant. We performed ATP testing and developed really thorough, detailed daily and terminal cleaning protocols for staff. And to just touch base on the proactive versus reactive approach, you know, historically, we would have a patient with C. diff, and we would react to that patient, and we would do things like bleach cleaning and contact isolation. But we really realized that we really need to take a more proactive approach. Um, We have patients coming into the hospital on a daily basis that may have that may have diarrhea. We do not know that they've been diagnosed with technically C. diff yet. We have patients coming in that um, actually um, got C. diff in the community, community onset cases, and then they're on our inpatient unit. And that increase of burden of diarrhea and community onset cases um, on our unit puts us at higher risk for potential transmission to other patients. So really having a proactive uh, approach of ongoing cleaning, disinfection, protocols, UV light, equipment um, in the environment to really help reduce that bio burden in the environment. And these results were extremely effective, and it led to a significant reduction in C. diff. We saw a 56% reduction between 2011 and 2015, and a 46% reduction between 2012 and 2015 in our risk-adjusted rates. Nationally, our efforts yielded statistically significant better than average when looking at the CMS standard infection ratio, and this was maintained for over three consecutive years. Um, More recently, um, in one of my smaller community hospitals, I also mirrored this protocol and saw a huge reduction, a 70% reduction in clinical C. diff cases post-implementation. 
Amazing. And you've done such an outstanding job, Michelle. Thank you so much for that. And we thank, thank you. you for providing these key points from an infection preventionist perspective. Uh, right now, we're going to pause for a commercial break. When we return, we will be discussing the scientific view, real-time measurable technology, helping to reduce healthcare-associated infections with our guest, Sam Trapani, President, CEO, and founder of Sterilize. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The CDF Foundation offers global community support sessions. CDF can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. To help support the CDF Foundation, please visit our website, cdifffoundation.org forward slash donate, or call toll free 1 844 4 CDF. That's 1 844 367 2343. Join us in our fight against CDF and help us continue our mission of educating and advocating for CDF infection prevention, treatments, and environmental safety worldwide. Through your continued support, we can continue raising CDF awareness and help save lives. Donate today. Visit cdifffoundation.org. Thank you. Join us on November 8th and 9th at the 6th Annual International C. diff Awareness Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Philadelphia Airport Hotel. For conference information and to register online, please visit the C. diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org or call the main office at 919-201-1512. We can't wait to see you at this year's conference. Call 919-201-1512 or visit cdifffoundation.org. And we'll see you in November. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and thank you for joining us today. It is a pleasure to reintroduce our guest, Sam Trapani, President, CEO, and Founder of Sterilize, joining us to discuss the scientific view, the real-time technology helping to reduce healthcare-associated infections. Welcome back to the program, Sam. Thank you, Nancy. 
Pleasure oh, to be you're back. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And Sam, are all UV disinfecting systems the same? Well, that's a loaded question. That's a great question. We get that question often. And uh, the truth is, all UV light for a given wavelength and intensity will produce the same inactivation results, uh, you know, given the same uh, parameters. So in other words, if you, if you deliver, uh, if, you, if you have a lamp that puts out so many watts of UVC uh, and at five feet away or 10 feet away, you see these types of claims all the time from uh, UVC manufacturers. You know, at, at five feet, it'll kill all the C. diff in the world uh, if you run the system for uh, 10 minutes. Well, it may or may not be true. Uh, the bottom line is if, if one system uh, delivers a certain amount of light and the other system, another system delivers the same amount of light, uh, same intensity, uh, they will both achieve the same kill rates. But that's where it ends, right? So not all UVC systems are the same. Uh, there are three basic types of UVC systems. Uh, mm-hmm. The lowest type, what we consider or classify as the lowest type, are systems that have no measurement of UVC uh, light. Uh, that means you put the machine in a room, basically turn a timer on. At the end of the time cycle, uh, the claims are everything's killed in the room. Well, it's just not the case. In fact, uh, ECRI, ECRI, which is like the uh, consumer reports for healthcare equipment, did a study last year and uh, several of the big names in UVC systems did not participate, interestingly enough. And the way they compared systems was they went out and they did an uh, inactivation of C. diff using known um, uh, intensities of light, and they measured doses when they inactivated that uh, system using remote sensors, very much like the way we do it. And at the end of uh, the, their, their test, they came up with the, the proper uh, dose to, to use to kill the uh, uh, C. diff. So what they then did was they brought in machines one by one, uh, and they placed the machine where the manufacturer told them to place them in the room. The manufacturer did not know where the uh, sensors were going to be placed. And then ECRI would go in afterwards and place uh, remote UVC sensors, again, very similar to the ones we use, except those were wired, ours are wireless. And they placed them all around the room and measured the actual delivered dose. Well, uh, as we expected not all of the uh, areas of the room received the dose and by many of the manufacturers, especially the ones that don't have any measurement systems because it's, it's really a guess, and that's a critical component. So the lowest system is the ones that have no measurement at all. The second, uh, a little bit better systems are the ones that have reflected measurement. And the very best system we believe is the one we have, which is the RD rapid disinfector, which uh, actually measures the UVC delivered the same way that the ECRI study measures it. Uh, another thing to consider is uh, all systems are connected to a wall outlet that has uh, a limited amount of current that comes out of it or power. Uh, so we all have the same uh, level deck of energy to start with. And all UVC lamps convert uh, you know, the energy that is input into them into about the same percentage of UVC output. So we're all on the same playing field there. There is one company that has a battery on board to increase the light output, but the, there's a significant problem with that. So that system cannot be used continuously with the increased light output because the battery has to be recharged. Okay. Well, thanks, Sam, for defining the different systems for us. We appreciate that. And 
Sam, what are some inherent problems with UV technology? Yeah, so uh, UVC, like um, chemical sprays, foggers, um, or uh, HPV, hydrogen peroxide vapor, they all have uh, similar problems. Uh, shadowed areas or covered areas, uh, um, closed drawers, things like that. Um, those are the most difficult of the problems because you, if you're not, if the light or the chemical does not touch the surface, it's not going to do much. It's not going to kill anything on that surface, right? Uh, and the other thing is with uh, most of these technologies, uh, they are not effective against a biomass. In other words, if sanitation was not performed properly prior to the final uh, treatment of either UVC or chemical, uh, then those uh, combatants will not really uh, penetrate the the uh, biomass. So you've got to make sure you do good cleaning first. Uh, another uh, important factor is repositioning. The Dr. Donsky study showed that uh, without repositioning, uh, they tested a machine a couple of years ago. Uh, it was a reflected light machine that did not have repositioning available. Uh, there were certain areas, I think it was 35% uh, of the room still had C. diff spores present. So repositioning is critically essential. Uh, FTE costs are an issue, uh, uh, but what, what the management doesn't realize is that the, the, the cost that you expend on a system and operation of the system pays itself back in spades if you, if you operate properly. And we found that uh, FTEs stay with the system and they don't go to do some other task elsewhere because room turnover is critical in most of the uh, bigger facilities that are purchasing UVC lights. That's why it's important to have a system with fast treatment time, which we'll talk about a little later. Okay. And Sam, why did you develop this type of UV system? So in the case of the sterilized RD rapid disinfector, we wanted to uh, uh, develop a system that would deliver the proper dose of UVC uh, for the targeted pathogen uh, each and every time with documentation to ensure compliance and proper protocol. So our system uh, with these sensors, and you can use from one sensor up to four, comes with four. You could buy more sensors. We have uh, a couple of facilities that have eight sensors. So they want to treat large rooms. Um, you could actually put 64,000 sensors in a room because that's how many we could accept. However, you wouldn't be disinfecting any of the surfaces in the room. You'd have too many sensors in the room. <laughs> so uh, no one's taken us up on that, that large quantity of sensors. But uh, in any case, uh, the sensors are placed and utilized, and then all of the treatment information, which includes uh, the date, the time, the room number, the operator, the machine that they use, because many of our hospitals have, uh, have multiple machines, in fact, the largest hospital uh, installation of UVC uh, disinfection machines in the world that we're aware of is the Cleveland VA Medical Center, which just deployed 20 of our systems. So that's the, the absolute very largest. And they picked them for the reasons that we're talking about. So, uh, And all of the data and information is then pushed up to the cloud uh, in real time and stored locally on a machine so that people that have uh, password-protected access can uh, look at the, the, the reporting data and information uh, and better manage whatever it is that they're managing. So the, UV, uh, the uh, EVS directors uh, view this data as well as the infection preventionists, uh, sometimes admitting, sees the data because of uh, room uh, allocation, et cetera. Okay. 
Amazing. And Sam, how long does it take to disinfect a standard patient room? Yeah, that's an interesting issue that we face when explaining our system uh, is that uh, the RD rapid disinfector is a dose-based system. It's not a time-based system. Most people have talked with some, you know, uh, other competitors, which are, uh, except for the reflected light system, uh, they are time-based systems. And although we do offer a time-only cycle for those that either do not understand the difference or that have a time constraint with a view that some UVC treatment is better than none. So to answer your question, in a published study by the folks up at Vancouver General Hospital uh, that uh, they did a couple of years ago with Dr. Elizabeth Bryce and uh, Dr. Titus Wong, they showed that our system, the RD rapid disinfector, took an average of 13 minutes to perform a treatment in a standard patient room. Uh, and this is on a C-diff cycle versus 57 minutes for a competing system that used reflected dose measurement. And it also showed that the uh, that study showed higher efficacy uh, and better kill rates for the uh, pathogens, including C. diff, that they were uh, treating against. Okay. And just um, to add something here, uh, from Health Strategies and Solutions Incorporated, uh, they have uh, indicated that the average patient room size in the U.S. has increased from 240 square feet in 2002 to 320 square feet in 2012. Uh, That's an increase of 33%. So you're covering a pretty large uh, size room there. Absolutely, and uh, the, the key thing that you just talked about, which is very, very important, is uh, if someone has a machine that, uh, and, and you're told that you run a five-minute cycle, well, what, what do you do when the room size increases? And mm-hmm. with remote sensors that measure the actual delivered dose, it's automatically compensated for. Uh, or if a, l- a lamp goes out, burns out for some reason. We haven't had more than a half a dozen burnouts over the last eight years, but if the lamp does go out, a little bit less energy is provided to the room, and the sensors automatically compensate for that. Okay, and that's fantastic. And, Sam, we thank you for providing the in-depth information uh, to our audience and global listeners right now. And we are already going to pause for a commercial break. When we return, we will be reviewing the key points discussed with our guest, Sam Trapani, President and CEO and founder of Sterilize, and with Michelle Vignari, RNCIC Director of Infection Prevention and Disaster Preparedness for Thomas Help. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back after these messages. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Join us on November 8th and 9th at the 6th Annual International C. diff Awareness Conference and Health Expo taking place at the Embassy Suites by Hilton Philadelphia Airport Hotel. For conference information and to register online, please visit the C. diff Foundation's website at cdifffoundation.org or call the main office at 919-201-1512. We can't wait to see you at this year's conference. Call 919-201-1512 or visit cdifffoundation.org and we'll see you in November. Because C. difficile lives on surfaces for weeks, because it infects nearly 500,000 Americans yearly, you need disinfectants you can trust. 
Clorox Healthcare bleach products, cited by more studies to kill C. diff than any other products. EPA registered to kill C. diff in as fast as three minutes. Trusted disinfectants to kill C. diff spores in hospitals, because even one C. diff infection is too many. Learn more at CloroxHealthcare.com. The C. diff Foundation offers global community support sessions. C. diff can affect anyone at any age at any location in the world. Receive support from topic experts sharing information on nutrition, mental health, C. difficile prevention, treatments, and environmental safety. Get answers to your questions. You're not alone. Support is just a phone call or mouse click away. To register for a session, call the C. diff Foundation at 919-201-1512 or visit us on the web at cdifffoundation.org. Have you done any of these things today? Exited a restroom? Entered and exited a patient's room? Visited a doctor's office? Have you done this today? Washed your hands? Hand washing remains the single most important task of the day. It takes soap, water, a minimum of 30 seconds, and a clean dry towel to turn off faucets and dry hands to stop giving germs a free ride. Keep safe from germs worldwide. Hand washing, number one in infection prevention. For additional information on hand washing instructions, visit cdifffoundation.org. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to C. diff, spores, and more. If you have a question, please send an email to info at cdifffoundation.org. Now, back to our program. Here again is your host, Nancy Kerala. Welcome back to the program, and we thank our listeners joining us. It is a pleasure to have our guest, Sam Trapani, President and CEO, the founder of Sterilize, and Michelle Vigneri, RNCIC Director of Infection Prevention and Disaster Preparedness for Thomas Health, Uh, I'm sorry, Thompson Health, joining us to discuss real-time measurable technology helping to reduce healthcare-associated infections. Welcome back to the program, Michelle and Sam. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. You are so welcome. And Sam, where can listeners find out more about your products and sterilize RD? Okay, thank you. So uh, our website is uh, RDUVC, as in RapidDisinfectorUVC.com rduvc.com, and we also advertise uh, in certain uh, selected uh, publications like the AGIC magazine and HPN magazines. Uh, We only advertise in the magazines that are not pay-to-play. Too many of them out there are uh, based upon, um, you know, if you you pay them, they'll they'll do articles and coverage on you. We like to be in the ones that do articles and coverage on, on technology and products that make a difference. So those are the two places that we advertise in addition to our website. Okay. And Sam, what is your outlook for healthcare-associated infection reduction in the upcoming year? Well, the outlook is good. It's uh, the uh, C. diff uh, reduction with UVC systems has uh, had a pretty good uh, move uh, with early adopters uh, back before the Affordable Care Act uncertainty kicked in last year. Uh, there was a kind of a stall last year in the market, um, as reported by uh, most of the companies. 
but we're hopeful that uh, now that uh, there's more certainty and, and the economy is doing better, that uh, we're seeing an uptick in, in the actual purchase of systems now. And we expect that to continue. The federal government has been buying machines at a pretty good rate, uh, and uh, independent hospitals are starting to, to – uh, we're seeing some uh, good organic growth. We're seeing our uh, hospital networks uh, repurchase and purchase additional systems. So they are getting results, and uh, I think once the, uh, the the market, the hospitals understand uh, that they're they're really unfortunately in the in the UVC space, there has been a fair amount of misinformation uh, that's been put out there. Uh, we've heard claims like uh, if you buy one of our systems, uh, your C diff problems will go away. Well, that's really just not the case at all. C diff is a very difficult problem. There's no silver bullet. It takes lots of hard work and coordination and uh, adherence to a, a very specific protocol to get the re- desired results. Uh, the results that Michelle has re- you know, actually accomplished at uh, the facilities that she has uh, managed is from an infection prevention standpoint. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And Sam, how does the healthcare community benefit from ultraviolet disinfecting? Yeah, so really... Uh, we list these benefits in order of importance, and the most important is we see reduced pain and suffering uh, for patients and staff. Staff acquire these infections as well. Uh, we also, uh, secondly, reduced long-term life-changing events. I mean, uh, that was one of Dutch Summer's original goals. Uh, let's try and cut down and reduce or eliminate life-changing events. Uh, certainly, there's a great reduced costs and penalties with the uh, readmission penalties, uh, and there's more room availability, right? So when you eliminate these uh, extended stays by HAI uh, admissions and readmissions, then you have more room availability. And we see that in the, uh, it's interesting, in the nursing home cycle. So a nursing home patient uh, winds up with uh, diarrhea, gets tested, they're already colonized, they get put on, on a uh, antibiotic in the hospital, they get cured, if you will. They go back to the nursing home. A month later, the same cycle repeats itself. So that's, that's really a taxing uh, cycle on, on the hospitals that we've been uh, exposed to. Okay. And, Sam, would you like to add any closing comments before we close the program today? Uh, no, I'd just uh, ver- uh, like to thank you for all the work that you do. Uh, I know that it, it's a... Uh, daunting task, uh, and the problem of C. diff is, is widespread, and it's, it's getting worse. Uh, and without people like uh, yourself, Nancy, and, and your team, uh, and the practitioners that are all working hard to try and combat this problem, uh, we wouldn't be anywhere near where we are today. So thank you very much on behalf of our company and, and uh, everyone out there who's, who's benefiting from this. Well, we thank you so much, Sam, and for your team and for all the the good work that you're doing, too. And thank you so much for the kind comments. And, Michelle, before we close the uh, program, would you like to add any closing comments at this time? I I just want to thank you also, and I mirror what Sam said. And, you know, really just um, such a supporter of, you know, these technologies like UVC technology. And not just for... um, the reduction of C. diff, but some of those other really pertinent um, multi-drug resistant organisms out there that um, pose an environmental risk to, you know, our, our patients and our staff every day and want to thank you and, and sterilize for everything that's being done um, to help us infection preventionists um, battle the task of reducing healthcare acquired infections. 
And we have such a love for infection preventionists around the globe. And we thank you all for all the hard work that you all do and, and for, um, you know, for working and collaborating with organizations like Sterilize. And right now we want to thank um, the both of you for joining us today on Seed of Spores and More Global Broadcasting. And we are grateful for your dedication in infection prevention, the UV disinfection technology being used and developed, and most importantly for both of you and your organizations for putting patient safety first. We thank you so much for that. And we also, at this time, the members of the C. diff Foundation wish to acknowledge all of the organizations around the globe dedicated to improving health, the organizations and professionals researching and developing new products addressing C. difficile infection prevention, treatments, protecting the gut microbiome, and addressing environmental safety worldwide. To learn more about C. difficile infection and recurrent C. diff infection clinical trials in progress and how you may be able to take part in a clinical study, please visit Visit the C. diff Foundation's website, www.cdifffoundation.org. Click on the tab, Clinical Trials in Progress. Please help them to help you to help others. We thank Synthetic Biologics for being a diamond sponsor of the 6th Annual International C. diff Awareness Conference and Health Health Expo on November 8th and 9th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania at the Embassy Suites Philadelphia Airport Hotel. Uh, we are grateful to all of the corporate sponsors and exhibitors partnering with the CETA Foundation and whose services and products are in alignment with our global mission. We thank you so much for that. And please stop by because Sterile, um, Sterilize RD is exhibiting and an exhibiting sponsor. So please stop by and learn more about the UV disinfection and how they are preventing HAIs and saving lives. We look forward to learning more together with you in November. We send out our get well wishes to all the patients being treated and recovering from a C. diff infection and the many wellness draining illnesses that are being combated across the globe. I'm your host, Nancy Corrala, with our reminder, none of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together. We wish you good health, continued healing, and a good day. Thank you for tuning in this week for C. diff, spores, and more. Be sure to join your host, Nancy Kerala, again next Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 1 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of our program on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. None of us can do this alone. All of us can do this together.